Welcome to Owning Scripture, a podcast dedicated to the study and memorization of God's Word. We're so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to episode 19 of the Owning Scripture podcast. My name is Andy Lackey and I am your host and we are delighted to have you join us today and I don't know how it is where you are listening to this, but I know here in my hometown of Statesville, North Carolina, it is raining. It has rained all weekend and it continues to rain. And uh, I look at it like this. These are good days to sit inside with your Bible, get you a cup of coffee and read your Bible and maybe memorize a a passage or two. So that's what we're going to do. Today, we've got a great passage for you. I feel like I say that every single week because... I guess all of all of Scripture is great, but the, uh, every passage that I pick out for us every week is one that is special to me, and this week is no exception. In fact, if you are a member of the church where I attend at Western Avenue Baptist Church, um, this passage is the one that our pastor, Pastor Jeff Sproul, will be preaching from uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, we'll just be looking at one one verse. He'll actually cover a, a, an entire passage there, but we're going to be in the Gospel of Mark, uh, chapter 10, looking at verse 45. So here we go, Mark chapter 10, verse 45, and we read these words from our Lord Jesus Christ. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. I'll read it one more time, Mark 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. And here in this one verse, our, our Lord Jesus tells us two of the reasons that he came to this earth. He says he came, first of all, to serve. He came to be a servant of others, and he also came to save. He came to serve, and he came to save. Let's talk about each of these just for a second. First of all, Jesus shows us what true greatness looked like. True greatness looks like serving other individuals. If you back up in this passage, you will see where you saw the disciples, uh, James and John, they were asking Jesus you know, for him to grant them that they would be able to sit at the right hand of the Father and to, to, to be there in glory. And, and they wanted to be great uh, in their mind, to be great in the eyes of the world. They thought greatness was all about power, all about status, all about position. And Jesus gives them a lesson here as to what true greatness is. He lets them know that the idea of greatness in the eyes of God is upside down from the way the world sees greatness. He he shows them that true greatness is to be a servant, is to be a servant. Linsky once said this. He says, great men don't sit on top of lesser men. Great men bear lesser men on their backs. And I think that's exactly what Jesus is saying here. He says that if you want to to be a a great person, then you will be a servant of others. We think about servant. We think about uh, uh, when you go to a restaurant and you you expect good service. And your waiter comes over, your waitress, they, they give you good service. And what do they do? They expect a tip. And so they give you that good service. I know they want to do a good job, but also they're expecting something back from you for that service. Well, Jesus Christ is not like that. He shows us that that to be great is to serve others by expecting nothing back in in return. You don't don't serve someone else expecting to gain something for yourself. You just serve them because that's who you are. You want to to lift others up, to to be of of value to them, to, to serve them. 
And so that's what service is. That's what greatness is in the kingdom of God. It, it relies upon serving other people. You see, service in God's eyes is measured by being selfless towards others. If you want to see true greatness, you go to our church and you'll see those who are working in the back, uh, in the nursery, back, working back with our preschoolers. You see those working back in our uh, special needs ministry. Uh, you see service by those who are our Sunday school classmates who come alongside us in, in times of needs. You see uh, our individuals and our men's and our women's ministries, how they go out and serve others. You see our our people on our committees, our greeters, our ushers, how they go out of their way to, to serve others. You see, that's what greatness is, to, to serve others. And Jesus himself was the ultimate example of what it looked like to serve others. We, we know that story uh, that took place at the upper room where there's the night before Jesus was to be crucified. And what does he do? He stands up, takes off his outer garment, and gets on his knees and begins to, to wash the feet of his disciples. Even wash the feet of his disciple Judas, who he knew would betray him. Jesus showed us what it looks like to, to truly serve others. But Jesus didn't just come to, to serve us. He also came to save us. That's what it says. It says the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That word ransom, it comes from the, the Greek word lutron, which has this idea of paying a price to, to release someone else, some, someone else who may be a slave or in bondage. You know, back during this time, they would pay a ransom to re release someone who was a prisoner of war. They would pay a price to release someone who was a slave. They might pay a price to release someone who was on death row. And in the same way, we too are slaves, and we need to be freed as well. We are enslaved to sin. Over in John 10, 18, it says, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. And since we are slaves of sin, we need to be ransomed. We need to, to be released. And you see, there is no amount of money that can truly pay the ransom cost for us to be released of our sins. It can only be paid with the price of blood. And that's what Jesus did. He paid the ultimate price. He came and he stood in our place. He died the death that we should have died. He gave his life as a ransom for you and for me, for those of us who have placed our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior. So this week, think about this passage. Realize that Jesus Christ came to, to show us what true greatness is, and that is by serving others. And he also showed us how he came to, to save us, to, to give his life as a ransom for us. And one application, I think, for us is to look at how Jesus served others, and that should motivate us to go and serve others as well. We want to be more and more Christ-like in our day-to-day -day walk. So as Christ served others, we too should go and serve others. I heard a story a while back about this little girl, and, and uh, she was uh, in her classroom one day, Sunday school class, and, and her Sunday school teacher was talking about serving others, and and she made the comment that she couldn't really serve others. She had no gift to be able to serve anyone else. And her Sunday school teacher said, well, do you see that vase over there? Well, just go put a flower in that vase, and that's how you can serve others. And she thought, well, that's not really important. Well, what's important about that? And her Sunday school teacher said, well, if that encourages others, then that's a way of serving them. Well, week by week, this little girl, her name was Sarah, began to bring a, a flower and place it in that vase every single week. And before you know it, the pastor found out about it. And so he had the vase put beside the pulpit. So every single week he'd come in, he would see a flower that had been placed there by Sarah. 
Well, not too long after that, Sarah had gotten some bad news that she was sick. She actually had leukemia and wasn't able to come to church anymore. But one Sunday morning, the congregation looked up and they saw Sarah walking in feebly with, with her parents at her side. And she had a flower that she was able to place in that vase. Well, four days later, the, the Lord had called little Sarah home. But little Sarah had left a little note beside that vase. And the pastor read that note at the, the funeral. And the note said this, Dear God, this vase has been the biggest honor of my life, Sarah. You see, here was a girl who had learned to serve others in her own special way. Not not for what she would get out of it, but for the joy of serving others as her Lord had served her. And that is true greatness. And of course, Jesus served her also along the way as he brought her into the very presence of her heavenly Father. So as you go about your week this week, Think about this passage, about these two reasons that Jesus came. Jesus came to serve, and he also came to save. And as Jesus served us, think about ways that you can be of service to others. As Jesus said, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Well, friends, that will do it for this week's episode. I'm so glad that you were able to join us. I hope that you stay dry wherever you are, and we look forward to seeing you again next time. God bless you. Have a great week.